Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Nerds in the City. How are you guys doing this week? Great. Amazing. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. I know. That, that it, he changed his voice to that one. Yeah. How do you guys, uh, you guys enjoying your three-day weekend? Yeah. Um, definitely. Uh, Spent the whole time in the movie theaters. Every mm. day. Every day. Yeah, we did go see a lot of stuff. Um, but before we talk about what the movies and stuff, we just want to say happy Memorial Day. I know some of our listeners, you know, it means a lot to them. So from us to them, happy Memorial Day. And thank you to all the soldiers who has fallen. A drink to you guys. Clink. Clink. Clink, clink. All right. So we're going to go into our news of what happened this week. So this week there was a big fighting game tournament in the video game community. It's called Combo Breaker. It's hosted in Chicago, and um, this is usually like the first big tournament for fighting games. This is like the big start of the year. Yeah, one of the big majors. Um, so yeah, so like I said, Tony and I, and Nikki a little bit, because you know his family is pretty much into it. Yeah, I dip my toe in there sometimes. Yeah, we uh, we're pretty big and into like the FGC, which is the fighting game community. And uh, what'd you guys think, or what'd you think? Have you seen any of the results and stuff? No, I saw like little highlights here and there on Twitch streams. Um, I, the ones I was watching was um, I know one guy from Miami that I that I listened to. He's a commentator. He was commentating on uh, I think Eunice and Street Fighter Four Ultra. So I was watching a little bit of the gameplay while listening to the commentary, but I didn't get to see none of the majors. Which I'm surprised that we talked about that this year. Street Fighter Five wasn't the the main event, right? It was MK Eleven. Yep. So like, this is the first time in a long time that yeah, Street Fighter does not main event like a show. It was actually Mortal Kombat Eleven, which uh, brings us to some news. So MK Eleven broke all sorts of records for April. So they they tied with Fortnite. Like both these games together made eight point eight million dollars for digital online shopping. Oh wow! That for the is, month of April, for a month of April, and all the way up to like this year. And that's, so wait, man, it came out. The, uh, MK11 just came out like what? Like, a month ago. A month ago. Even, yeah. yeah. And it's already in tournament status. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, no. As soon as the game comes out, that's yeah. As soon as it. when the developer has it, like a for fighting games, they usually shoot it out to the FGC, like, top-tier players to test them out, get their kinks out of the way, and then forcefully push it into the community for competitive gaming. Because that's where you're going to get a lot of the live actions, like what the game is able to do with gameplay, stri- uh, strategy, uh, footsies, combos. Mm-hmm. Isn't, that, isn't that a little bit of an, unti- like an unfair advantage? The fact that they've had it for a little bit longer than the other players, considering the tournament's already starting so quickly. Yes, but the only reason it's almost like that's the best way to get for them to get the beta testers, because the top tier players will be able to like, oh, the frame is off, yeah. like this the is startup. Broken. This is not. This is not like this action. He's the, there's too much of a delay when I'm input lagging. Like mm-hmm. they'll be able to, to tell the developers like, as a player that does it competitively. This is the type of requirement that are they look for the new yeah. This is what I look for a responsive, so it's so they're gearing to that. But then they also want to do it for the casual player. Also now, like so, if like let's say so, Sonic Fox, he's probably known as one of the best fighting game players, probably of all time now. Yeah, he got Game of the Year. Yeah, so let's say he gets the game, Nether Realms takes him, brings him to Chicago, and he plays the game early and stuff. 
day one patch happens all the time. So the game is completely different from probably when he played. Oh, wow. Yeah, because now with the way, you know, the gaming world is, you could just, all right, tomorrow it's going to be, like tomorrow, speaking of oh, yeah. uh, Tuesday, if you guys are listening, uh, there's going to be a Mortal Kombat patch of some sort, and it could change the total game. Because characters could be different. Yeah. New moves won't work like the old moves. So, there, yeah, like like this is uh, ultimately a skill set you have to develop outside of this. Yeah, individual game. yeah. So you pretty much like develop, you know the basics. Yeah, you build your basics, and then after every patch, you have to test out your main character to see if the if the set that you normally play with, like this is like a certain set of inputs, is it feasible for you, or is it gonna make you have an advantage? If it doesn't, you have to readjust. To what you do, but then you also have to readjust to all the other characters that got updated, because you have to be like, oh, like if they do this move before they were slower, now they're faster, or their hit is the hitbox is bigger, or they're right. more powerful. So it's every every patch is almost like a brand new game it's to people that yeah. that do competitively. If you if you're a casual player, then the, there's no difference because you're just playing for the fun of it. But if you're competitive, all those all that patch information that you have to get, you have to interpret it. And then digest readjust. and so you, uh, readjust to your gameplay nice. to give you yeah. advantage. So another thing that MK11 broke, another record, uh, is for the month of April, they were the first game in about uh, 10 years, I want to say, since 2009, 2010, that they were number one in all three systems. So they were number one in PlayStation, oh, wow. Xbox, and Nintendo. That's crazy. Yep. The last game that did that was Guitar Hero 3. Damn. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's insane. So they, they were number one in all of those platforms. So, yeah, MK11. And I, I, it's funny because a lot of people, a lot of people ask or ask like me and Tony, like, oh, fighting games, you know, it's cool. It's all right. But Mortal Kombat has always just been like a constant to people. Like, I know tons of people that don't care about Street Fighter, don't care about fighting games, but Mortal Kombat. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> no, for real. Because it's always been a shock. Like, it's always. It's been a staple, like you said. It's a staple in the whole system, and like basically, it's always something that's always trying to one up itself. Yeah, like great example was um my wife's cousin. We had the birthday party. He had like an mm-hmm. 80s birthday party, and we were talking about video games. And he was talking about games. He was like, "Have you played MK11?" I'm like, "Yeah." He was like, "I played it at my my other cousin's house, and I'm just gonna buy a PS4 now, just to own that game." Yeah, that's how much of an impact is going to people that don't even have a system or a console. To be like, I'm gonna go buy a whole whole new system just to get that game, because is that like sick? No, and I, and, I, and that's what I find interesting. Because somebody who's a casual player that tries to learn competitively how to play it, it's interesting because I've noticed a, a game has to be have a balance, a balance between being manual enough that you can actually differentiate between two different players, but look or have uh, basically some kind of an advantage that a casual player might feel like they have an, an opportunity to to play. That's what I think this game, diff- it's pretty different from all the other games, is there's a great single-player mode well, in yeah. Mortal Kombat. Like, some people just get it for that story. And the story mode in, in the game is fantastic. Like, yeah. it's movie-quality oh, stuff. Yeah. So that is definitely, uh, it's cool. Mortal Kombat's a great game. Um or uh date or Central Florida itself is having their own. We have the second biggest major in the fighting game community that's CEO. And I yeah. highly recommend if you like fighting games, you don't even have to go to compete. 
you could just go and enjoy because trust me, yeah, it is a great time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've gone for so many years. Yeah, I mean, I remember going to the very first one and seeing it now. It's ridiculous. I know this year's in Daytona, and it's the last weekend of June. Yes, and also a little side note. Uh, so this weekend was a little wrestling event. I, mm. I am into wrestling, and it's AEW. Oh yeah, like a brand new wrestling company that's kind of an alternate option. I don't want to say they're competing with WWE yet, but they're an alternate option. And they just had an amazing show on Saturday. Nice. And they're going to be teaming up with CEO. Oh, yeah. So if you want to see those wrestlers like Kenny Omega, like Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, they will be there. Yeah, they'll be CEO. walking around. <laughs> yeah. I think oh, Kenny Omega Kenny plays. plays. He yeah. plays, yeah. No, that's, he, I remember from last, like, he, he showed up. Uh, Kenny Omega and uh, who was the other guy? He's in WWE too. Xavier Woods. Xavier yeah. Woods. But Kenny sure, Omega man. legit plays Street Fighter. Like he, yeah, he's good. Yeah. I've seen him play. He's good. <laughs> so that's a little, you know, shout out to them. And it's also a good time. Um, some other news, some comic book news. Um, so big time writer Tom King announced that he is leaving Batman Ugh. to write another Batman. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Tom King, uh, he's been writing Batman since Rebirth. And he was planned to write 100 issues of Batman. Yeah. But he's leaving early. He's leaving after uh, of, issue 85. Like the end of this year. Yeah. And he's going to write Batman and Catwoman. So this is kind of big because Tom King did the whole story of Batman getting married to Catwoman. And that was a big thing a couple years ago. Or I think last year. So it's going to be interesting that I remember a lot of people were like, oh, how could you leave this and that? But he's yeah. still there. We're just writing another Batman book. And he has other other DC projects in the work too. He hasn't announced it. I know that. Yeah, I mean, he's like one of the big time writers right now. So whatever uh, they give him, he he'll be fine. You guys, you'll be entertained. Yeah. By everything. Um, I'm just sad that I missed him at uh, MegaCon. Yeah, like I said last time. He had like the big one of the biggest lines when we walked through. Mm-hmm. His line was like behind the <laughs> the whole. It was crazy. Um. So yeah. So. Batman and Catwoman, Sony, they are releasing or they're making a studio that will focus on movies and TV shows of their products. How do you guys feel about that? So basically, Sony is starting an MCU. All connected? Well, they haven't said all connected, but they are definitely trying to make make it like as big as the MCU. Okay, I can see. Because I know we saw that the first one that's in the works is a Twisted Metal. Yeah, Twisted Metal TV show. Uh, I know they want to do a Uncharted movie. Uh, I think they want to bring Ratchet and Clank back. Is it animated? Yeah, like an animated movie because they've teamed up with some people. Okay. What I can see think? that. I could. Cause, well, the Nathan Drake, we knew that because Mark, we were talking about that earlier. Mark Wahlberg was going to be in it, but then it fell through. But if Sony's... If Sony takes that over, that's going to be good, though. Because there's a lot of games that they have. This is a, Sony a lot of the, Studios. Well, the, the thing is, is there's games, but the game's storylines are limited to a certain degree. So it's a question of writers. If they can find the right people to write out the stories out. Because think about it. You're making up most of it aside, aside from the essential main storyline. Story but let's just say, what was it? The other company that has tried and failed the whole universe thing has been Universal. And, I mean, hopefully yeah. they come back. I think they want to. Um, but I know that they were trying to do with the whole monster thing. So oh, the d- Dark Universe? That's what they were trying to do. They're trying. That's what the mummy... Um, was, was supposed to... Like, 
and literally start the whole series because they had the swamp with the swamp thing. No, oh, no, no, Frankenstein. Yeah, or something, or and then Dracula. No, I mean they have they have all the classic Wolverine. characters. Oh, yeah, they're they were supposed to do like the classic monsters. Universal monsters. Yeah, but like I said, this isn't this isn't supposed to be like a shared universe like that. It's just they, just they want, want to bring their video game franchises to life. To life, and you know, because they could see what Marvel did with their comic books. Exactly. And the thing with like the only the only one that would be the easiest transition would be the Uncharted series because it's like a movie. I mean, it's basically play, Indiana Jones. Yeah, you're playing yeah. out a movie throughout it's the whole just, game. Right now, it's just what well, can you honestly name the best video game adaptation movie? Like, that's the problem. <laughs> Pokemon. There's a, there's a Pokemon. <laughs> it's like the Pikachu. Well, no, that's not even based on the actual game. That's mm. based on the, the comic. So, no, it's based off a game. No, just because I'm just I'm just thinking about that. That has one staple. It has always been that video game adaptation of movies have never really been classically accepted. Right. They yeah. they have their own little fan base. Like for example, I, I'm a Resident Evil fan base, but I know I know I'm enjoying it for other reasons other than it being really good. But I still enjoy them. But like I'm saying, is ultimately they just don't have like that huge yep. fan base. And so. that we just confirmed that the reason why they keep making Resident Evil movies is because of Nick. <laughs> Nick goes to every opening. Damn it, Nick. Damn I, I Nick. Stop going to it. I like a I like a movie that just makes me take my turn my brain off sometimes. No, that's fair. No, I I'm pretty excited. Like I was actually talking to a a friend of mine the other day. Like I miss Twisted Metal, and now like news of a TV show. It's like God, that TV show. Like yes, it's kind of crazy to think about it because it's a big car yeah. battle royale. It's like, but if they do like. A show about like the each characters and how crazy they are. I think yeah. people will get into it. Like, like Sweet Tooth. Like they're like, all killers. Like all these characters are killers. Killer jail. So it's like a, almost like each episode is a build up to to the final like series. Yeah, of, to, of the game of the actual battle. Yeah. So like a Game of Thrones. Kind of. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, hey, to each your own. Sometimes I, the most craziest. Pitches become the longest running stories, but I just I'm trying to see something that that like you can play out that long. I yeah, think, I think if they do that, it would have to be like it'll be hard to do multiple series because then you're stretching out the story too much. I think that's it could be like a good one short like mini series, yeah, twelve episodes. Mini-series. Yeah, that's it. Hour long each episode. That would be perfect, like a Netflix show, like yeah. a Netflix show. Yeah, I agree with that. That's like, what I was actually going to say. Like MCU, like uh, the Disney Plus shows. They're going to be like one and dones. They're yeah. not going to be like season one and two. It's just six episodes. Boom. Bam. That's, yeah, uh, that's not, and I'm hoping with all the, the different like streaming networks that they don't follow the TV like thing that I always hate, which is, dude, just make the season as best you can for that season. Don't try to plug into the next season. I hate yeah. that. Yeah. Just make it as good as that. And if people really like it, they'll, make, they'll, they'll demand more. Yeah. Unless it, but that's the only thing. Unless it's a, a show that you, you want it to be multiple seasons. No, if like, it's intended like, from the beginning. Yeah, if it's intended for like, like what was it, Lost? They were like, we made this for seven seasons. This is a seven season show. We're not doing eight. We're not doing it up to nine. We're doing seven seasons. Or I think it was eight seasons they did. But yeah, they, from the beginning, they were like, this is seven seasons. That's what we wrote for. That's what we're doing. You're not going to get any more. Mm-hmm. Like if they, somebody comes into this, like I want Twisted Metal and I have an arc to have it within three seasons, six mm-hmm. episodes each season. Perfect. I'm okay with that, but don't push it. Yeah. 
That's the thing, though. They don't know. I mean, what if you have a hit? Like Supernatural? Yeah, like Supernatural. Supernatural and that thing for five. 15 was, episodes? Oh, 15 oh, seasons? Yeah. It's going into 15 seasons. And mind you, I think it was only scheduled for five seasons. Like, the story arc was specifically designed for, like, five. Like, it was yeah. supposed to cum- cumulate at the end. And then all of a sudden, it kept on going. And nothing wrong with it. I'm a huge fan of Supernatural. But, See, but the thing with Supernatural is, like, it, it's sci-fi. So, you could go into different realms. But, like, Twisted Metal... All you're going to is the, the the final race that you have to true. win. So if everybody dies, what's going to happen? They're just going to rebirth everybody else to different new characters. It's a good one and done. Yeah, it's a good one and done. Good one and done. Like Supernatural after five, I could even though it's going now, you could still see that like oh they could touch on so many different avenues of of different things because they they don't care at this point. They just do whatever <laughs> episode they want. Like the Scooby Doo episode, they don't care. That was a great episode though. I love that episode. Yeah. That was a great episode. It's like one of the only ones I've ever seen and it's fantastic. <laughs> All right. And w- one more news thing. So Sonic the Hedgehog got delayed till 2020, Valentine's Day 2020. Uh, how do you guys feel about delays in general? Like we know. I really can't begrudge delays. I mean, Am I happy with them? Not always. Depends. I just think sometimes people delay a movie for the wrong reasons, in a sense. Like, like for example, the whole Sonic thing got delayed because they said they're going to re-digitize what right. Sonic looked like, which is a noble idea because that was the biggest complaint. But yeah. I feel like sometimes studios still don't listen. So we're just probably going to get something different, but not necessarily better. Yeah. So then we're waiting for nothing. No, but the thing... All right. With the Sonic thing, it's more on the... On, I'm on... I like that they're delaying it to next year because we knew what the issue was. We knew here's here's our trailer. It looks like it's crap me. and everything. <laughs> but the only ones that you do have it, that you're on the fence about are the ones with like, oh, we have to delay because of reshoots. And like, all right, we don't know what was the issue. So if the original cut was that bad, that you need to do reshoots. Oh, I hate it's, those. it's already like, oh, you're already you're already telling us. Like Dark Phoenix, like you're already telling us, yeah, <laughs> you're already think, telling us they that's had to a bad do a lot of that movie, yeah. But then that that's another too, like bad. that's when 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 you go into the whole reshoot because I can respect movies that don't do it because of like uh, I guess the atmosphere at the time. There's been movies obviously got delayed because of uh, of something that happened in the news that could affect negatively. Like for example, there was a stupid movie I think it was called uh, Big Trouble. I forgot what it was with uh, Tim Allen where he was like a private detective. Now, that movie held a lot of the movie was, like, showing the ineptitude of, like, the people at the airport, which, obviously, at that time, that movie came out around 9-11. So, obviously, that movie was not going to be received well. So, that's why it got delayed, and I can understand that. But if you're going to delay it for, the say, the reshoot thing, which is... Like Justice League, I say that. Yeah, and you're <laughs> stitching, basically, one person's vision with another person's vision to match something else. It, it doesn't always come well, because even if you fix the problems... It doesn't go with the original bones of the movie yeah. that you made, so it just feels weird. And the thing is, reshoots happen in all movies. It's just that, like, what was it? Avengers. They did a cut. They reshot it. They did reshoots, and they added it, and nobody knew about it because it came out when it was intended to come out. The minute they have to be like, we have to delay. The last, the last part, the last uh, Iron Man scene was a reshoot. Yeah, with a the snap. <laughs> they yeah. didn't have the snap. Oh really? They, they no, went, they had this. They didn't have the. Uh, Spoiler alert. They didn't have the I am Iron Man. Yeah, they just had the snap. And then yeah. somebody comes in and they were doing the edits. They were like, oh, we should. It, like, it felt like it didn't feel. They didn't well, see, feel. Okay, uh, they have no emotional connection. They were like, you know what? If he says, somebody goes, what happened if he says I am Iron Man? They were like, genius. Boom. Let's but, go reshoot it. No, but okay. This is what I mean. But you know what's crazy though? Robert Downey Jr. did not want to do it again. Really? Yeah. 
But <laughs> he's like, mm. well, this is what so I'm sure they're with. like. Here's another hundred. Here's a hundred million dollars. Go. Oh, I'm sure he just had the opportunity. Like, well, if you really want me to say it, but um, <laughs> the three words. No, but I would say is this: if they're doing it to improve upon what's already good, okay, great. But if they're doing it to correct a mistake that essentially is part of the original story, like basically, like if the movie's set a certain way, and they're like, oh well, we don't like the way this runs, but it's set that way. And you're trying to fix it, then no, I don't think it's a reshoot because you're basically trying to alter the original vision of the movie. Might it feels like it's gonna be a waste of money? Yeah, but that still falls in the in the concept of they're still reshooting to improve it. Like the the one that's a that's a caveat that I have. Like the minute they reshoot, I know the reshoots always happen because mm-hmm. it just does. But to be like, oh, we're intended in June. Like perfect example was um the the mutant one. New Mutants. New Mutants. It got delayed four times already. And now it's never coming out? No, now it got delayed to next year. Next year. I thought it was never seen the light of day. No, no. Now that they put so much money on it for editing, reshoots, they were like, we need to get some. I feel like they're going to be like, we need to get something back. Yeah, but back. see, this is where I have a Okay, so. They, 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 for them losing, it's better for them to lose $100 million after box office sales than you losing $300 million with no box office sales. And but this is I mean and don't get me wrong I completely understand the whole Hollywood thing is a is an is a business industry, but to me movies have always been pieces of art, and every time I see a piece of art I want to see it in its original kind of context, and it bothers me when they do all these reshoots to change that vision, because then I'm like, I don't particularly care for whatever they come as a revision, and I would have loved to see what the original artists create came up with, mm-hmm. like the whole thing that happened with the Suicide Squad. I have no idea what movie was actually there before they decided, well, we want to match it to the trailer. And that's where they got the other... Or Justice League. That's a whole... That was like, like three, everyone, three. Everyone's still begging to see Scott Snyder's take on it. That's what I'm saying. Is like, I want to see the but true... The director, the, the artist. And like, I want to see the original Scott vision. Snyder. Sorry, not Scott Snyder. <laughs> that, uh, what's his name? Zach Snyder. Zach Snyder. Sorry. Where you at, bro? <laughs> no, Scott Snyder is a popular... I always get them... He's a popular comic book writer. Sorry. <laughs> So, but that's what I'm saying is I would love to see... Man, this Corona is really good. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'd love to see people's original work because if I'm going to not like it, I'd rather not like it in its original form. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah. But here's my thing. Like, the whole Sonic debate. So, yes. We all... Everyone agrees. Sonic looks weird. Like, he needs to work. We still don't... That's, like, not even the major problem. Yeah. Like, I feel like... I agree the, with that. Yeah. I, feel <laughs> I don't appreciate like, how he looks. I don't. I care about the the, the world of the story that they exactly. got going on there. the 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 whole world and everything. Like I'm still not convinced about that, and that's what I think needs to get worked on. Well, we don't not know. The, but we don't know the story. That's the only thing. Yeah. Other than that, he's like a. It seems like he's an alien. I feel like I'm watching the Smurfs. Damn. I feel like I'm gonna watch the Smurfs. I mean, that movie's doomed. <laughs> that's what I'm saying like no because I mean think about it. they did have like what two or three movies of the Smurfs and I heard the the one that they were in their own world was great everybody loved it but then when you see the ones where they're like in the, the city and stuff like that like eh. and the rings being i mean i guess the rings were always like teleportation things but not like i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is a good conversation i wanted to bring up because a lot of people also like like you guys say they view as something being delayed as negative and sometimes it's not that like, especially for like the gaming as well when yeah. games are delayed guys sometimes these games are delayed just to make it better yeah yeah. So and same thing with movies. So I don't. I think people need to start thinking that way a little bit more. Like, yes, yeah, sometimes del- if it gets delayed multiple times, 
for instance, uh, Justice League or, or what's the movie? The or New Mutants. Han Solo. Unfortunately, that was delayed like, delayed, like so many times because of reshoots. And so. yeah. Again, but it's always going to be, no matter what the situation is, always context. So if, if the artist who created it felt like, man, I want to prove upon it a little bit by adding this little bit. Great. Dude, all the delays you want, as long as that movie comes out the way you envisioned it, great. But if it's like, well, it's not the uh, it's not the movie we originally wanted to make, so we want it to be this now. Like what? We want the movie to be this. So it was a drama. Now we want it to be a comedy. I mean, that's, that's why reshoots. directors that's, change all the time. That's, but that's, that's what, what it is. That's what I'm saying is like yeah. when you have reshoots because you're trying to change the original movie that you you originally put in the can. That's where I have an issue. But if you're trying to be like, man, if we just put it a couple of extra things in the movie, great. I mean, the weird, obscure fact that I remember hearing about was that Disney, when he first made the first uh, Mickey Mouse cartoon, uh, I forgot the name of the cartoon, the train, whatever. Um, he literally <laughs> threw everything train. out. Well, no, yeah, what, uh, Mickey Mouse in the steamboat. Steamboat Willie, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So when they shot it originally, I heard that he basically, it was all great, everything was ready to go, and he saw that a, a new technology came out that would have improved upon his original vision. So he scrapped the, the one that he created so he can make it better. That I respect. But just to be like, well, I don't know how this movie's going to sell. So instead of taking the risk, which I should have, and I saw that movie over there selling better, I want you to make that. So it, that's where I'm like, yeah, it, 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 that's where I'm a little disagreeing with you want no, to reshoot it. No, I agree. It. No, I agree. It's just that it, it, it's just that when anything gets delayed, like games, uh, movies, you know what I mean? You're automatically, there's like, there has to be something wrong. And it's an original form that they're not happy with. Which sometimes it is. It, no, I, I, no, no, no. Like, sometimes it, than, is, uh, it is. Or sometimes but. it's like, it's a great movie. We just want to improve on it, like Nick said. But the thing is, the audience doesn't know. So All we right. only have to... We go based off what we know from previous movies, previous games, that you're like, wow, they delayed it. What was it? Anthem that came out the game. It got delayed, like, what, three times? Yeah. Or something like that? And it was, like, horribly bad. It got received really bad. So basically, is it good to is it good to assume that if a if a movie or game or what have you, not only if it receives one delay, give them the benefit of the doubt. But if it starts receiving up to Multiple, three delays, probably yeah. that's, that's when you're like yeah. you, you you get wary. Like uh, and that's why I'm like good. for example the whole movie with uh, um, New Mutants. New Mutants. Now mind you, the bright it's technically Brightburn is a, is a, Brightburn and New Mutants kind of have the same element in the sense of. They try and do a comic book ish style movie in a horror version. Yeah. So, and I had heard about New Mutants way before I heard about Brightburn. So the concept is there, and it's I gonna mean, be. We saw a trailer. There's a trailer for that movie. The trailer came out like what early last year. Yeah. Yeah. So the concept is there. You can sell that concept all day. So and the actors are are, are amazing. All the actors that are in there are incredible. And now fully grown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they had something great in the can. You can sell that. But just now they're doing all these reshoots and it got delayed even past Brightburn who got all the commercials and everything in and and came out this weekend. It's not a good sign. It's not at all. Not so. All right, guys. So we're going to take a short break and then we're going to talk about our week at the movies. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. So, Nick. We had a pretty busy day in the movies. Oh, I would say so. So far, I was out of this three-day weekend. I pretty much saw three movies. 
Yeah. You know, right. I only saw one. You guys saw two. You saw two, Tony, and Nick you saw, saw three, three that we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> I saw three. I I kind of like really, I mean, it was such a packed weekend. And I'm not saying these movies are all like, like, you know, blockbuster movies, but I felt that they all deserved to watch and a little bit of a review on it. There was actually like one blockbuster movie. Which, which Aladdin. One? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean that right, movie, right. a movie won $86 million this weekend. It's it's a so, classic, and as far as the storyline, the original the cartoon, yeah. it's got a lot to live up to. So, but before we get into the, any of those movies, though, I want to talk about this theater. We literally, I felt like I found it out of nowhere because I had never heard about it before. So, uh, the movie theater, the theater is called Studio Movie Grill. It kind of like reminds me of, you know, the golf, the the the, the driving range over there at International Drive. Yeah. So, if you. With Top Golf, exactly. Yeah. Top Golf, I feel like you know he has the food, the bar, the lounge area. So it, it kind of has that that look to it, but it's a movie theater as opposed to a golf a driving range. So basically, what it is, it's like the AMC dine-in portion, but it's just the whole movie theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that is. So if so you ever went to an AMC dine-in, look, yeah, I mean, and don't get me wrong, we got there. It was great. That whole shopping area is amazing. The bar, I mean, they have what. Um, it's all, it's over there uh, by Mar- the new Margaritaville, uh, 192. Yeah, so it's if by the, hearing about it, it's, it's out there. It's by the Margaritaville Resort. So all that new area is like completely new. Yeah, they have Burger Fi, a bunch of restaurants, little shops and everything. Yeah, so it's a cool place to, like, like we were thinking about it. We were talking about it. It's a good place to go, like, if you're going on a date. Yeah, like a date night. <laughs> no, like it's a, a great, yeah. yeah, it looks like a good theater for that. Like, you go there and it's something that just, like, for a new date, because, Again, it's a diamond in the rough type place that you just, you didn't see coming from anywhere. However, though, like, so, yeah, okay, let's see. I liked the look of the inside. I like how when we were waiting, it's not like when you just walk in. When they, no, they'll announce when the theaters yep. are ready for everybody to come into. Um, and then, you know, you take the order and things like that. So the seats are comfortable. Um, the, the setup is nice. It looks like it looks like the way I would, like, design my own personal movie theater. Um, the only thing I felt they dropped the ball on was the food. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. So that was my only... Because, I mean, the service... I feel bad for the service only because it felt like they had, the, like, one they only waitress one waitress theater. So this is... Yeah. We we forgot to ask, when did this open? I want to say it's pretty... Uh, recent. Pretty recent because yeah. it felt low-staffed. Yeah, because one, it's, like, for, for, like, how Nick was saying, the aesthetic appeal... Of what it had, like the full bar. Yeah. They had like a, a open tap that you could just put your beer yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah. Like it looked amazing. Like the lounge, it, the the lounge <laughs> looks like a, a little bit futuristic yeah. feel yeah. where you chill. Where you buy your tickets, each had like a own Like a, a podium. Podium. Uh, uh, like a, yeah, like mm. a little touchscreen monitor. Like how you go to the airport and buy your, tic- yes. your tickets, like yep. that. You mm. have a little monitor, you have not, you only have like one rotating attendant. But with that appeal, you would assume. That's gonna be packed. It was like, oh my god! Like this is something not what you typically go to the movie theater. You don't have a concession stand, right? You don't you have don't. you have a full bar, which I'm gonna mention. I got a free mudslide because somebody messed up another person's <laughs> order, and that was delicious. That was doing yeah, good. You guys fell in love with that thing. That was good. That was, that good. was good. Yeah, but the what they and when we got into the theater, we noticed that. Like more than half the seats were empty. Yeah, anything beyond was, beyond like, like the the row, the row above, um, ahead of us, everything was empty. So I was like, wow, for the setup that they have, I would assume, and it's an opening movie weekend that a lot of people are talking about going to watch. 
It wasn't fully packed. Uh, once again, we didn't like see a lot in there. We did see a lower movie that they didn't do too hot in the box office too. Wow, surprised. Yeah, I got number yeah. five. This what? Yeah, Brightburn. We saw Brightburn in this theater. Yeah, Brightburn. So if we saw Aladdin, I'm wondering like how it many servers. Been, it would have been different. Yeah. yeah. Cause we had, we would just, that's what we did. still doesn't save with the food. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and that was the issue when we were walking in, we were like, when we're going to go and like, Oh, you're still waiting for a server. So I think she was yeah. working at another theater, theater yeah. that she, they had to pull her from that to bring it here to attend to us, which was, I guess the delay with the popcorn and the food, but that doesn't take away. Like my food, I had, all right, I'll tell you guys, I had a burger and fries. You can't mess up a burger and fries, and they did. Like my <laughs> burger, the my, my burger was cold. Was cold. Right? Yeah. Wow. The my and my fries were like lukewarm, like just like it's been sitting for a while. Yeah. Yeah, but all the mistakes w- didn't feel like they were like the quality. They felt like in the preparation, because like my popcorn when they finally brought it out, because I had to let them know, remind them about it. It was burnt. So I like that was just like my popcorn was burnt, and I had to let them know about it and. I had fried chicken. I had chicken wings, um, which I was a little upset on because of the keto thing. I didn't know they were breaded, so that's fine. But it had a lot of sauce on it, which was okay. But then they didn't give me any napkins or anything to yeah. wipe my hands with. So I'm like over here with all this. My shirt, walk, I walked out with my shirt all stained up. Mm. So I felt like it was just a, a, the ball being dropped because of understaffing. And I'll give mm. them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe, hopefully, next time I go, it might be better. But that was the only thing I was a little... I don't know, man. Like... I, I thought, yeah, yeah, it was understaffed, and I could totally get that because it just opened. Yeah, but the food, food was bad, so I went. I had the fish and chips, which is probably my mistake. I understand completely, but the fish was just so bland. It was so like cardboard. Card like I was like, there's no taste to this. That's so weird. It, it, even it was such an upscale looking place too. Yeah, and the menu looked awesome. Yeah, the menu selection <laughs> and everything was like great. I'm like, oh my god, there's so many different choices, but. When you when you eat it, you're like, oh. and and when we got out of the movie theater, we saw like all the other plates and a lot of, a lot of them people were full. Were full. So didn't. I wonder, I wonder if like when we went out, so when we went out of the movie theater, we saw a whole bunch of people standing around. I wonder if they were trying to get like refunds or something, or complaining about the food, or complaining. About yeah, the I think food. they were because everybody didn't walk away. It was like probably like four or five couples that we saw. There was a whole bunch of people out and there talking to like, the manager at the door. Yeah, or well, keep in mind the, the the plate that we saw that was in front of us. Was of that one family who showed up like right before the movie started, so they probably got their food halfway through the movie. Yeah, and oh, and the people next to Tony had a whole pasta. And yeah, they had like, like mac and cheese, and it looks like he just took one bite. And he was like, "I'm not even eating this." Yeah. So and, why they really no, but the even the them. Um, um, my wife Val, she was sitting next to, she was sitting to my right, and oh, she, you had the she, pizza. Yeah, she, <laughs> or the she, yeah, she had flatbread. like flatbread, and that was like, dude, it tasted like someone just heated up a DiGiorno pizza and yeah. he brought, brought it cold. Yeah, literally, it was like soft and like mushy. But then next to her, she was like, she had to press a button for the attendant to come. She's like, "Hey, uh, we popped the package and brought popcorn. We didn't get a popcorn." She's like, "Oh my god, I totally forgot." The guy next to her goes, "Yeah, she hasn't brought her food either." And I had like, to, I was had to also hit the button. So I can yeah, so that. which understaffing that that was the issue. Yeah, that's part of the understaffing. Yeah, but that doesn't take away like Ricky. You said the food. Like, if you're in the kitchen and you're cooking. Like that, and 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 who was who we were talking? I was talking to you about it. Right? Yeah. We when we were like, oh, maybe it's because they're opening the new. I'm like, no, because if you look about, like, look at it, it looks like it's an established, uh, like, 
right facility franchise. like a biz- yeah, franchise like they would have gotten down to a T how the food is cooked how's the timing going out how it's pushed out yeah I would I would recommend because I mean think about it if you're if they've been there for years and they stop dropping the ball I can understand that but if you're brand new and you're trying to win over mind you because it's not even that far from Dis- Disney Springs and you're trying to beat out that competition? Yeah. No, you can't drop the ball. So And Disney Springs, their food is pretty decent. It's not yeah. it's nothing like, oh my God, but and it it's sucks because I really wanted it's to give a good a- recommendation. It's, it's, it's for a, that, like, above average. I definitely I, I like I said, it looks great. The theater is good. The theater itself was fun. The was seats were comfortable. Yeah, it was fully reclinable. Yeah, it was the bar, dude. It was the bar. bar. But unfortunately the whole thing the whole theater it's about eating. Yeah, yeah that's that's where I'm like. Yeah, so we can't. So you establish a whole rest place as eating at you know whatever you're at, and you know what's so funny is like I don't know if we, the last time you went to Disney Springs, I remember one time I went, I felt like there was a nice little light by my there is yep by your food. I never really realized how much I have to look when I'm eating. Oh yeah, that's one thing I hated about it. Like <laughs> yeah, when I eat, I like to I like to have some lights so I can see what I'm eating. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm just I'm just forced to have it. Like when I'm at home, I'll turn on the lights. My wife goes like, "Why are you turning the lights?" I'm like, "Cause I'm eating. I need to look at my food." And being like that was so dark, I had to use my phone to be like, "Where am I stabbing yeah. this?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Disney Springs does have a little light. Yeah, and I think you could t- adjust it. I think you could adjust it the way. So you want. yeah, people need to see what they're eating. If they're just gonna eat and something more complicated, you, can't, you don't have that. So yeah, fish and chips. Like, what am I picking at now? <laughs> Presentation, <laughs> amazing execution. Uh, well, so. it depends. It depends on what kind. Of, like, if it's visual, how the building looks, the theater, the sound, great. No, like I said, when it yeah. comes to the food, not so good. And I think that's and and which is like, if you want to recommend going to the movies, go there, so you can go to the other restaurants. <laughs> next door and eat because they they look like they have some good restaurants. So I might go check out. And then oh, yeah, the whole area. That's the thing. Me. I don't know if you could go in there and just watch a movie and not order anything. I mean, I'm yeah. sure you can, but yeah. why would you pay that? It just extra? it feels it feels. But like, it was only twelve bucks. It's like yeah, an average price. It wasn't. Is yeah. that like an upscale price? Because that's true. But what they'll do is uh, they'll they'll ch- tack on for popcorn, like probably like an extra buck or two. Then yeah, the average movie theater because the freaking coke was five dollars. Because <laughs> yeah, the coke was five bucks, which normally is like three or four. Yeah. Oh well, it's a dollar more. Well, but more that, than that. Yeah, but it's a dollar more than your average just because. It's in a glass. You, no, it's 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 a plastic cup. Plus, somebody brings it to you. Plus, you could be in the movie, press a button, and somebody refill it for you at the same time. For you, yeah. So you're paying for that service for somebody to refill your cup, the extra dollar fifty. Mm. But if I'm gonna give it a nicky. Well, Overall, I'm taking into consideration how the bu- building, the experience in the building, and everything. I would give it a two. Like, eh, I wouldn't, wouldn't recommend, recommend it. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. But if you're in the area and you don't and you want to eat somewhere, go to Margaritaville Resort restaurants around there. Eat, and if you feel like watching a movie, go to Disney Springs. You know something? <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. I will give, give it time. I'll it give it a two today. Right. Maybe in six, maybe in a couple four months. months. Four months. Four months. Four months. Four months. To months, this day, we'll go back again. And I watch agree with that. Movie. I agree with that. And if, yeah, if, if, if it's it still chance. the same, then it's going to get a one. And if they're closed <laughs> down, we know why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, if we go again in four months and it's still the same experience, it's not a two, it's a one. It's going to be knocked down. Yeah. Because if you can't improve in four months, what are you doing with yourself? Uh, the thing is, the beauty of the. the That's the that, thing that sucks, man. The movie did was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> All you got to do is change the Just cooks and the staff. We're going to go. Yeah. So, all right, so that's the movie theater. Um, before I get into the actual movies I got into watching this weekend, I wanted to talk about 
two trailers that I got that got my attention this weekend. I mean this week. Uh, so the first one, which I'm sure a lot of people have, uh, probably have comments about this, Terminator Dark Fate. So yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> I actually I'm I'm excited only because I'm this was supposed this is like a retcon of basically till part two. Yeah. So this is a sequel to so, after so uh, Rise of the Machine. Never happened. According uh, to this movie. Salvation and Genesis never existed. Never so existed. Here's, yeah. So, and I'm excited. I mean, I am excited. Like I said, because hopefully, I think uh, James Cameron is is producer in this. Which yeah. Might mean a lot, might mean nothing. Um, But I, as long as the story, regardless of what I've looked in the trailer, if the story does a good job of connecting to, to T2, I think that'll save the franchise in a sense. But we won't know until we watch the movie and find out what the story is. The one pet peeve I will actually say about the thing is, is the main Terminator, the main uh, villain in this yeah. one. I, everybody's dressed like they're post-apocalyptic. This guy dressed like he's at the Gap. I don't know. He's a store clerk at Old Navy. Yeah, like, why is he dressed? Like, in my head, like, why he... This is post-apocalyptic. He doesn't have to dress like normal people. Everybody's doing like, all black and like yeah, like, emo. Yeah, and fatigue, army fatigue, all this stuff. All and like, he, comes, he comes as like, what is that guy from, from uh, the... Like insurance commercial, <laughs> <laughs> but it just I'm like, why? Like, just make him maybe a Terminator time or make him dress. One thing I loved about well, T two was though. that T two he was a cop, so no, he that was really compare like and T two because you know something I never thought about it, but that T two look of the cop was authoritarian, and I, I mean it, it made him more menacing. So I'm not saying to make him a cop, but at least yeah, I give him a look that actually would make more make him if, more menacing. Are, no, I think well, him being a cop now would be even more menacing. <laughs> yeah, it would be. So I think Political. I think they did it. If anything, they want to give it that that look. It would be that it could be the everyday man that could come and kill you. Yeah, like like could it could it. be it could be like an it could be anybody. And the thing you you don't know they're just showing him. There could be multiple ones that that just look like average people that are other. I don't Robots. Know, I just, if you think about the franchise yeah, itself, not it could one be like of them really Tony's looked the Terminator like a, right now. I know. <laughs> we don't, we Skynet don't know. is happening, bro. You don't so, even know that. My take on the trailer, I think. I mean, I'm I'm always such a big like nerd uh, Terminator. Like yeah. even the bad ones, I'm like ah, I like it. You know, I've always enjoyed. Oh, so, so the the last Terminator is your <sighs> Resident no, Evil. It's your it's, Resident it's Evil. It's, my Resident Evil. I don't know. Your guilty but pleasure. The one thing <laughs> that you know that always gets me. They did not have in this trailer, and that's why I did not like it. The theme. Yeah. They didn't have the dun 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 dun. Yeah. Come on. You could. They could have added that in there, and it would have been the best trailer. <laughs> they should have just started that. That, that should, if it would have just started the trailer that teaser. way. I think this is a teaser trailer. So no, but they would have. Te- they could have just literally showed nothing on screen and played that. Oh, that different theme, version. So yeah, exactly. That would have been enough. And then just put just a, the, the title, and that's it. Exactly, and that would have been like best trailer. <laughs> best, trailer. best trailer or like it says like james Cramen is back oh yeah the, the, the title done sold <laughs> buying my ticket don't show me anything else because i know it's gonna be bad that's all you needed but so that's my biggest thing i wish they put the theme i'm i'm guessing the next trailer they're gonna have it well, probably with arnold doing if some there's more stuff. fanboys like you i'm sure they will now <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hear me, please. He's in, right, so. he's, and I say, I'm telling you, the next trailer doesn't have a one-liner in it. Yeah. Every every trailer he's done after T2, he had like a one-liner in the trailer. I think. Well, you know what's crazy, and like we could talk about this trailer and the story of all this, but it's going to be weird because I think the way they're going with Arnold is going to be really interesting. Well, like my, the only thing I've ever hoped 
from the beginning, yeah. from what after he he reprises role in T two, is I want to know who like basically this model of a T uh, of a, of, a, of a Terminator is important. They keep on using this face. I would like to see where it originated from. Yep, and I think well, that's what we're gonna get. I hope I so. Honestly, do that would actually be wonderful if you can be like but him as a dying T two. Yeah, so I think this old nope. Arnold Schwarzenegger is gonna be like. We're going to the guy who they modeled it off. Uh, That's what I mean. It's like, he, why, like why, he, why does, that yeah. face is important. Why does Arnold look like this guy? Okay. I think that's what it's going to be. I'm telling you, that would be, that would be so cool. That's, uh, so that's interesting. That is cool, right? That, that uh, I'm up. like, I'm intrigued. Um, so, I mean, so that was T, that, that was Terminator. Then there was a new trailer. Mind you, I think we, the old trailer has already come out. But this is a, a, a trailer number two, I think, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Quentin Tarantino ninth ninth film. movie. Yo, it's amazing to me that man has such a such an extensive history. Like you know about him, he's been out for all these years, and it's only his ninth movie. Yeah, the, well, this is I think this is his ninth movie that he's written and directed. Mm-hmm. But there were so many that he's produced or presented that he's worked on, like uh, the Man with the Iron Fist, the the Rizzo movie. Yeah, he he, he produced that. He, right? he produced that. He produced another one with Jet Li. If, if I'm trying to hero, he, not hero. Maybe hero. I don't know. I remember there was one that he produced with. That he was so his his hands are in a lot of different films. The yes. Grindhouse movies. Like Grind- I know there's one that or whatever Robert Rodriguez. I yeah, that know. he was. He was yeah, they love working together. Like he didn't make Dust Till Dawn. That was Robert Rodriguez, but he definitely produced it. I thought from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. No, that was his. No, that was Robert Rodriguez. That was Robert Rodriguez. It was. Yeah, he was a good for, he was a good producer, and I think he was co-writer. I think so. He he didn't direct it. Let me check. Well, you guys looking that up? But so he was in it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, that's what he's always. He always Desperado, little... Robert Rodriguez. But no, I know no. That guy, yeah, uh, that I know is that Robert Rodriguez baby there. Um, no, I love them together. They always they always do amazing work. Teams. But the trailer, if you look at it, it's actually super interesting. Only because uh, characters you got, mind you, you have a combination of. Uh, Brad Pitt and, and um, wow, why am I blanking? Leo, Leonardo. Leonardo DiCaprio. That's going to be such an epic combination of, of actors. It's only because Brad Pitt really does movies, and when he does, they're epic. And then, you know. Um, Leo, too, man. Leo, you know, every time Leo picks a role, he gives it everything. So it, it's an interesting story. And then the fact that all this ties into the Manson murders. Charles Manson, yeah. That's crazy. Like, I mean, it goes from like a Hollywood, flashy. You know, beautiful look to it. So then, this, the story of this dark, horrible time in, in that in that area. So it's it's going to be an interesting movie, and I and I hope I already know because of uh, uh, Tarantino, the dialogue is going to be yeah. amazing. Uh, uh, early reviews say that this movie is amazing. So and I I don't doubt it. People are saying it's like a second Pulp Fiction. Like wow, like it's going to be that good, or it's that wait. good. So I'm full in. I'm excited. Yeah, but he's he's written a lot of other movies. Like I think Four Doors from Dust Till Dawn. He did the screenplay. Have you seen Four Doors? I love that. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, was another. He did he did a few for uh, CSI, two episodes. <laughs> Grindhouse, Death Proof. Yeah, he, it looks like him. Yeah, yeah. Proof, yeah. Uh, from Dust Till Dawn, the TV series. Wow, I gotta watch. I never watched the series. Yeah, and he oh, and then he has has an untitled Star Trek project coming out too wow. that he's writing. Yeah, the that's a. It was supposed to be rated R, apparently. But yeah, we'll see. Wow. He also produced Hostel, Part Two, Planet Terror, uh, uh, Planet Terror. So it was a lot like the first he, he Planet pro- Terror's yeah Hostel. I think movie. the Hostel series he produced, and the, the uh, from Dust Till Dawn series too. 
Wow. So there's a lot of movies he produced that or Iron Monkey, that was another one. They, I it was, that one. Yeah, so there was a lot of movies that he's produced. So that's why his 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 uh, his history is long. His filmology is uh, filmology is so long. His, though his movies are so great, like the story, <laughs> the way he writes, yeah, the way he storytells visually, right. and and like how they like how they write out the dialogue. Is Samuel Jackson in it? <laughs> yeah, who knows? We don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> I, mean, I feel, yeah, I feel like it's like it needs to be. He needs to be. He probably it. has a role. All right, so that's the second trailer. I think it was amazing. Um. All right, so let's get into it. Like we talk about all these different things. Okay, so I started my long movie weekend and I got to go with Tony. Unfortunately, Ricky couldn't come with us. Was to see Aladdin. So this movie has a lot of, I guess you want to say, controversy, only because you know people had their issue with how uh, Will Smith was going to interpret the role of of the genie. Which I'll tell you from the from the moment from the get go, that was the best. He was the best part of the movie. He made so that funny movie. how that works, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I, what I liked about it was he wasn't trying to be Robin Williams. He wasn't trying to be a version of Robin Williams' character. No. It's almost like if you were to reverse time and say, instead of Robin Williams, what happens if we give the role to Will Smith? That's how I felt like that it played out, which is yeah. Will Smith was not trying to one-up him. He was not trying to be better or worse. He literally just played that role as it was just for him. Yeah. And I think that's why it came out so well. Like if they were like how you were saying, like if they were gonna give a movie now to somebody that's multifaceted, that could sing, that could that has all these attributes the charisma, that, yeah. that yeah, the charisma that could go from something real comedic to really sad yeah. with an easy transition and is also appealing to to the people that are older that know him and the people that are younger, yeah. it's Will Smith. Like and people were like, "Oh, because they they were like, he's not gonna hold the candle to Robin Williams. Like, he's not trying he's to not be trying that. To. You that's, can't. That's the thing. There's no one, way. One, you can't. Yeah. And two, is like, why are we gonna do this and try to refactor somebody that made this like this character an icon, mm-hmm. the genie icon, to give it to somebody else to like to so try to mimic it, mimic it, and, and that would be so like it would be like." They're forcing it on you. They're yeah. like, oh, this is a Robin Williams reference, which I do love that he did play homage. To oh, it was very small. Small moments. Visuals. That, yeah. that, that gave it, oh, Robin Williams character. That people were like, oh, Robin Williams. No, but awesome. he made his own. He made his it. character yeah. his own. And so uh, flat out, before we get into any kind of details of my things in here and there, I would give this movie... Um, I would love to say four, but I just I you know, and I think for a lot of kids it's gonna be four. They're gonna they're gonna walk away with this as gonna be something that they're gonna remember. But for me personally, I enjoyed it, I loved it, but I would still say it was a three, which is a good. Like he played a great character. I think he was good in his role. A storyline was what we all know. It wasn't gonna be anything big or different. There was a little changes to the story to make it I guess to extend it further, which I think might have upset some people but honestly i don't i didn't upset me um the only things that i would say i would say i didn't like i mean first off i'm a huge fan of guy ritchie i love his all his movies um this one i didn't i don't know how what methodology this is so different than what i'm used to seeing him making um the only pet people i have with it was the original the first uh song to get into was a little clunky i felt like the way they got into it was a little clunky it didn't really like like wait the singing like I felt like I was watching a high school musical. Um, the other part was they had this weird technology where they would speed up the reel to make them move faster. 
which I'm sure in certain circumstances it might look cool, but it looked weird. It felt like I, like I was watching the movie in fast forward, like an error. Other yeah. than other than those things, the movie was good. What do you give it? I give it a three also. Three? Like a, closer to a three and a half, but more a solid three. But what Nick was saying that his 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 things pet peeves about it was the same thing about like there was a certain scenes at and certain part of the movie that they were singing that they sped up that like it was almost like 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 a bad fast forward. I'm telling you, the minute that happened, like the instant, me and Nick looked at each other like, what the hell is this? <laughs> he was, and then all of a sudden it stopped, and then it was good for the rest of the movie. But I'm like, that transition of what they were doing, like, I guess I remember in the cartoon, in the animated movie, it was like he was singing and dancing and moving, transitioning through scene, through scene, through scene, or the locations of the of the, the city that they were trying to incorporate that. But it was so hard because the movies were going so fast. They, they had to, like either have them slow down their movement and speed it up so they could go match the music with the the lip syncing to the transition of the of the scene and it, it was very obvious uh, I'm wondering though I'm wondering and maybe if if this is the case I apologize maybe this is what it was but uh maybe because like, I don't I, the movie was very referenced to the culture right so let's say the ref, the culture in this case would be like say like Bollywood movies maybe that's a common practice they have but since I'm not really used to watching Bollywood movies, I, it took me out. Like, I was watching, and I was like, all of a sudden, like, wait a minute, was something wrong? So that part took me out of the movie, but it, it wasn't enough to ruin anything for me. So yeah. it's a three. It's uh, a three. I didn't see it, but I probably would give it a three, too, because I trust you guys' judgment. Yeah. But, but <laughs> also, just, I've, had, I've had my, like... And the other thing, I think we out. talked about it, is like, I don't think she wanted to be Sultan in the original movie. Yes. But she was just as as strong as empowered. That was the whole thing yeah, about yeah, her no, character. No. So I think this was just a natural transition. And I really started to, to break it down. I mean, I feel like we're giving spoilers. So yeah. spoiler alert, guys. Um, like, I, I think her character, the way it is in the cartoon, obviously doesn't have to accumulate to her being Sultan because um, in, the, in the show, she continued, her father continued being Sultan. Yeah. But I think because she's looking for a prince that they needed to create a storyline around that, which in this case was they needed somebody to take over for the Sultan, which obviously uh, Aladdin wouldn't be the proper fit because of his background, or whatever. So I think that's why they kind of went with that story. Like, well, she's already a strong character that we're using this storyline as her finding a, 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 somebody to be with to take over a Sultan as a storyline. So what else can we say? Because Aladdin wouldn't be a good Sultan. So her naturally would be a good Sultan. That's, so I think that was just the way I think the making a cartoon into a movie part would take place, but I don't really think they forced anything different. I don't think they like changed her character so much. Yeah, her motivation is more elaborate, but I don't think they like changed her character. Yeah, I know some some fans either like the way Jasmine is, or some people really Jasmine. But unanimous, like everyone who I've talked to, they all hated Jafar. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like everyone hated. By far, he. I think he was, it's he not was, the actor's fault. It's no, no, just he, was not, mis, he was. He was miscasted. Yeah. That was like, I, he, he didn't acted, have a sinister look to it. I think he forced it a little. Here's bit. the thing: he acted good. He was. He's a good actor. From because right. he's t- been he, in other things. That he's been yeah, great. he's a good actor, but he was miscast for this role. I feel like I think they could have got somebody else that Nick was saying more menacing. I felt maybe a little bit older right. to play the part of what they would. I think. An assistant would be like the second hand of the king or the yeah. sultan. 
like somebody that's that's experienced. He was like super young. He looked like he was a, just a year or two older than the princess. He not looked by he originally read for Aladdin. No, no, no. <laughs> I said the no. actor. Actor, I like, roll. No, because <laughs> like, I, like that's, how, no. that's how young, he, young and everything he looked. Look, he originally read. For Aladdin, Aladdin was amazing. The guy that played Aladdin, he oh, yeah. he made me believe that like he, he was, was Aladdin. The actual live, not like of Aladdin. somebody playing Aladdin. Like, no, this is Aladdin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So but that's uh, that's so that gets so a that's Aladdin. So three Nikki's. That was my, that was my Thursday or slash you know. Saturday, so let's talk about my Sunday. My Sunday, which was Brightburn, which was the one that we got to experience the studio movie grill. Yeah, um, I loved it, guys. I did. I enjoyed it. I think it was a great interpretation of like what that kind of story is, as far as uh, bringing to life like a character like that. Um, the only thing, I mean, I, I, just first off, before I get into it, that I would give it a four. Um, I think it was a great movie. I did have one issue, I can say, with the movie. But other than that, I thought it was a great movie. So my only issue with the movie is is I honestly didn't feel like I understood the kid's motivation. Like, I don't know what, like, I thought, I mean, if you watch the movie, there's certain things that, elements that kind of play into why he kind of changed. But I felt like if there was more to the kid, like maybe he was struggling with what he was doing and who he really was, you know, kind of a conflict or like it was very clear what his, what he's actually doing with all these things that he does. I would have enjoyed it more, but otherwise, I really did enjoy the movie. Well, for myself, I give it a four also, but I think I under the thing is I understood. All right, spoilers, guys. We we're gonna do this. All right, so his motivation came from when I guess I guess it was like a rite of passage when he turned twelve because right when he turned twelve. Clicked, like right clear. before he turned 12 because you don't know how, how old he was when he was born when he was born they just gave him the birth of when they received him yeah so you're assuming he before he was he he, he was born before prior to arriving to earth and if people don't know what this movie is bright burn and it's about basically superman turning evil yeah like it's evil a horror evil. film yeah yeah so his motivation i felt was um uh instinctive than anything I, well, I mean, the way that the storyline goes, and again, spoiler, I do apologize, guys. It felt like he was basically a first wave. Like, they, he, wherever he's from, sent him as a weapon. Yeah. And yeah. that was like, you know, they knew that when they find the baby, they were going to take care of it. And when he was old enough to do what he was sent to do, they'll transmit a message. They would activate him. Yeah. And well, I he guess, was supposed to take the world. That yeah. Was, uh... And that was, and that, and I think, and you could see that in. And when he was discussing, when he was talking with, um, with his aunt as a guidance counselor, yeah. when she was like, "Oh, your parents love you," he was like, "And all the people here too." He goes, "Oh, on this lazy, like on this yeah. planet, like he already instinctively knew he's not from there, and he these are people beneath me. I don't even know why I don't even bother talking to them." And that's what I'm saying is like I felt like if it was gonna be a transition of his character. To show a little bit of struggle with it because I just felt like something activated and all of a sudden he's this other guy, but he was still kind of himself. So I was like, I felt like if they would have at least cleared that part up again, just show cleared a little bit more of what, the, what his motivation and how he his mind was working, yeah. so I could see where he's going. But from. he was losing himself every day. You saw that, like from the time, like at first he was like, oh my god, he felt bad that happened, and then he started losing himself when he was like, oh, don't tell my mom, and then. Once he, his man his his mom addressed him about his uncle passing away, he's like, 
I don't even care about you guys either. I don't care about your emotions. You want me to feel bad? I'm not going to feel bad. He's beneath me. Like, like you see him losing to, to the person he was leading to there. Because at first, he was like felt bad for the mom. And like, oh, my God, please take care of me. I don't want, I, I don't want to like disgrace you. I, I felt bad until the point that he just didn't care. And I guess what I'm saying, you saw that and maybe was there. I just felt like if that was a little bit more clear, oh, okay. I would have enjoyed it. Um, my thing... I think definitely. Have, well, just FYI, if you guys watch it, please stay for like. I mean, there's no really after credit scene, but like close to the end, there's a scene, and it's kind of cool because it just kind of gives homage to other DC characters, kind of like the flip version of them. Yeah. So catch that. Um, it took me a minute. I didn't almost. I feel like I didn't catch it until I think you told me after we walked to the theater. Yeah. So I didn't catch it either. I was like, oh, they're oh. Now yeah. it makes sense, right? No, because when, when we were talking about that, they were like, oh, it looks like the dark, the dark version of those characters. Yeah. But. So my, I'm going to give it a three. You give it a three. I think it was good. I'm not going to say it was a four or five. This is because I think they could have done more. <laughs> like. As far as the death scenes? No, no, no. <laughs> as far as the death scenes. The death scenes were amazing. The, I no, more, this though. movie, once again, this movie is pretty brutal. Like, Yeah. They don't... They weren't holding back They weren't holding scenes. back at anything. No. But I just... I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel what you're saying. Like, he just turned evil. Yeah. I was like, come on. He could have gone into more detail. Like, Especially him discovering and, and his And this yeah. guy, like, I understand where they went with it. Like, him turning completely. But, like, I don't know. He just, I think he turned too quick into the bad guy. And you felt like there he, wasn't really a reason. He just did it, which I think that's what their point and also was. Like, I wish that he had a, like a struggle. Like that's yeah, what I'm saying. You, yeah. want, you, you wanted something. You want something to be a, um, like a catalyst to to just turn, turn him like, a little. Yeah. Like this is and what ha- this will cause it. There kind of is something that happens in the movie that he's just like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to kill everyone. Yeah, but. I think he turned too quick. He's, I think the trans, he was like all happy. And then the next scene, it was like, I hate you. Right? Yeah, that of, was a little weird. Of. It was like a, what? Like, even for like the character. No, no, I, just, I agree. That's what I'm saying. I was kind of going with that. I, I agree. It with was kind of short. I felt like the movie was a short. It was two hours, too. Yeah, I felt like it was like fast. I was like, whoa. No, okay. here's another thing, too. And again, maybe because I was waiting for my food. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I found it interesting because. He kept on trying to deliberately hide, right? His Not just his powers, what happens. The stuff that happens. So oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But then he would sign his name, basically, on everything. So I found that interesting, just because it's like, he constantly kept on trying to hide it. He didn't really, cl- that's what another thing with the motivation is like, why are you continuously trying to hide it? And then, especially with the ending and everything else, he hid it, but then he signed everything. So it's almost like, that's great that you hide it so nobody can figure it out, but then you're signing it, so eventually people are going to figure out, like, wait a minute. Why is this symbol showing up in every one of these things? Yeah, why do you want us to know that it was you, but not tell us who you are? That's almost like I'm gonna I mean, I'm gonna rob like this a, bank with a mask and then take a selfie. That's yeah. kind of a superhero thing, though. Well, to sign on, to, yeah, to sign things, or you know, like the super superhero, superheroes always leave their logo, their marks like that. Maybe. So well, and I, I, too. Yeah, I agree. And, and you know, so I did yeah. like the fact that they. That's the thing that like, we gotta also think about. It, like, so this movie felt like a Jason slash Halloween slash. Slasher film, but it was also a, some a weird superhero film, weird dark version of yeah. superhero. Yeah, there was even a, a, a it Lois was Lane. It was, it was even Lois Lane version, and I love that. I was like, yeah, it had the yeah. qualities of like a superhero story, but it also had like 
a qualities of like a serial slasher killer like, yeah. movie. It was, and was and it, I, very interesting. Yeah, and I was telling oh, like when the movie started, like the first like ten minutes into it, I just go to Ricky. I'm like, Yo, Ricky, is this based off a comic book? Because I don't really know. I don't really like. Nah, this is not. Yeah. I would have known. It's not. It, there's no comic. And now, and but now, it's basically it's based off Superman. Like they 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 basically went all right. We're gonna do Superman. We're just gonna make him evil. Movies like yeah. that say like the what if scenario movies. It's like those are, those are so you, good. Can, though. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine if, Superman if done was right? Evil? Like, and this one did. Yeah, and it was yeah. So I give it a three just because I think they could have done four. More. Yeah, they could have done more than a four. So like when we grade four, it's like we just like pet peeves things like yeah. that. Yeah. This was a little bit more than pet peeves. It was oh, more like, like I feel like you wanted more character development. Character development. I felt like it was rushed, which it's fine. Which is crazy because you know the budget of this movie is only like seven million dollars or something. Wow, they did a lot, for and they million. did a lot. Like the, yo, James Gunn did the shots they had sometimes when they showed him in the red eyes. I was just like goosebumps, oh, <laughs> like yeah. so good. But it's just some things didn't. Click. I feel like this is gonna is gonna. Even those like doing bad, which guys go watch it, and you can see for yeah, yourself. Yeah, I do recommend. I want to. I, I, kind of movies. I love yeah, because I want to see. A, I want to expand on that universe because yeah. they give you some potential. Like char- a Batman. Yeah, like yeah. they they give you to able to expand to other universes, and like if these are the villain that this horrendous, imagine who, who's going to be their counterpart when they have to fight. That will be an equal battle. See, but I don't think they want to go that route because this is a horror. I don't think they want to no. make it into a superhero because that would just turn it into a superhero. No, no, but like a superhero that is is like equal, like an equal fight, but still lose. I mean, I like guess. no, not they, that, they, not them lose. That's but, another yeah, problem I had with this movie. Like this horror, this movie. Uh, I'm trying not to say to give away anything, but it's very like it's a lose lose situation. In this yeah, movie. but I expected that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. I feel like I came into it with like I expected that. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna end up like that. But that's how most horror movies are. The horror movies. And I, I guess that we could, was uh, almost like it. I think they just went with the full natural thing of a horror movie because think about Jason, for he, you know, all these different things. They're almost immortal. So that's why it's so difficult. But all to, of them are stopped at one point. He was, or we believe yeah. they stopped at one point. No, they just went all full and more. Yeah. This so one. who's gonna be? They have to find an equal balanced counterpart, or just another villain that wants to fight him. I hope they don't really. Too. Honestly, yeah. I hope they don't. Expand. So it's, it's like two two villains fighting each other. I just hope they Freddie and Jason. See, this is the thing. I'm I'm worried that they do that and change what the movie is. I hope exactly. if they make a sequel, I hope it's a horror film and it's like, how more worse can you get? Well, that's the thing. Adding more. So at the end they tease like, like the world. Said, like, that, so that world basically like yeah like let's have let's, let's have another let's have another character instead of Riper doing the horror let's have the other character do the horror too yeah. and you know no, I got you. No, yeah. I got you saying, yeah so that's what I'm saying but it was a good movie it's definitely fun concept and it's definitely cool if you're a big time superhero fan because it's definitely another story that we would never expect that we yeah that was like it's it's all expected we all wondered. What if Superman turns bad? Yeah. This is what we got. I mean, this is... All right, I'm going to spoil it. This is just a what if. Because you were talking about, like, oh, it'd just be like a comic book movie. Like, I'm giving spoilers, then, bro. Uh, we're spoilers. <laughs> Look, all right, so spoilers. We already said it three times. Oh, God. So they expand on the, like, the Justice League counterparts, what I would call it the Injustice League. Yes. Yes. So apparently but there imagine, was other people. Yeah, so imagine if, if, if they... 
I was just thinking about this off the cuff. So imagine instead of having a superhero come in and save the day, what happened if each of them are from their, their own respective planets? And they try to take over. And they want to take over. So they had to fight each other yeah. to That's win. That's pretty cool. And that destroys the Earth or whatever. That would be sick. Because at this point, you're not going for one person. You just want to see who's going to win at the end and how they're going to win. Yeah. Let's see. That, that Yeah. That would be like a battle royale, but it's superhero. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'll take our chill, secret. This is our idea. Chill, We're writing chill. it down. All right, All right the last so, movie. Last movie, and I'm, I'm fortunate it's gonna come with me. But and honestly, it's weird. I this one of my most enjoyed movies this weekend too. It was called Booksmart. So it's basically at first when I went into it, the way I was describing it to people was it felt like a female version of Superbad. But I felt like it's a little bit more. I like the concept better, just only because. Uh, most most of those uh, um, most of those high school ish movies is always the same thing where these the the, the characters are like uh, 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 scorns right they don't want they're not inter- like how do I put this um, most high school movies like that like super bad all these mm-hmm. the characters are shunned like they're not accepted by everybody else In this case the movie's not like that they're just basically these two girls who they're cool with everybody it's just they devoted their entire school to to being you know getting the best grades and everything else oh so they're fully committed to the academic life yes exactly so they ju- it, it wasn't that they weren't like the people were going to shun them it's just that they just never took part in it just a choice exactly so in this case it was just them taking one night to be like you know something just be stupid and do something fun and i loved it it was i loved it, it was fun I had some funny jokes had funny characters um i really did i mean everything about it like i i I just enjoyed it. It was a good movie, and I think that if you give it a chance, and you know who was the director? Olivia Wilde. What? Yeah. Really? Yep. She was the director. It was her debut. I don't know if it was her debut, but yeah, she was the main director for this one. So it was just interesting. Like I, I you know, it was comedy, but I didn't find, like one thing I hated is with certain comedy movies, I always feel like they do something to go above and beyond. I don't think they really had to do that. They were just kind of overall. They just kept it with the same cadence and just built like on little their own. jokes, little jokes that were funny, that were great. They didn't have to do super crude or or gross in a sense. Uh, okay. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes, sometimes it was played well, but sometimes I feel like they just do it just to to get that cringe that shock value. Yeah, yeah. But no, this one it didn't have to do that. There was just certain elements. It was just fun. I enjoyed it. It was good to watch. I mean, me personally, I would I would say it was. I honestly, as weird as it sounds, I, I think it probably deserves a three as a good movie. But I really enjoyed it so much. I want to give it a four. And I, I mean, so go out and watch it. So I'm what you guys think. But I really did enjoy this movie. So yeah, we, wish me, you guys could have watched it with me. I know. Me and Ricky will watch it. We'll watch it. And we'll let you guys know what we think. Yeah, what did you give it? I give it four. a four. I give it a personal four. I think it's worth, it's worth a three, but he gave it a four. Yes. So a 3.5. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got to check those out. So those, that was our movies of the week. Yep. Uh, next week. Oh, man. Next week is especially high for me because we're going to be watching Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Are you worried? I'm not worried. I know. I It's Godzilla, man. I'm just going to like cry everywhere. and. <laughs> All right, guys, so we're going to take a short break, and then we'll be back with what we did around the city. We'll be right back.
uh, Tony. Hey, man. What do we do this week? <laughs> well, other <laughs> this than week. the movies, uh, I did check out some a uh, few food spots this weekend. Food spots is our yes. favorite. Yes. What have you so, checked out? Uh, on Sunday, uh, I was supposed to meet with a friend to go to Domu for brunch, but he like canceled last minute because um, the people he was with. But we ended up going to Farm and House, H-A-U-S. So it's right in the East End Market. If you've ever been to Domu and, and Corian by Bumby, uh, there's a little, like they have little shops, like a cheese shop, a butcher shop, and then in the back that has like a coffee and then farmhouse where they make breakfast sandwiches. So I had was uh, the Southwest hash brown. So it was like I had scrambled eggs with cheese and like potatoes and uh, chorizo in the bottom, like almost like a bowl. <laughs> Amazing. It was really good. My wife had like the egg and cheese biscuit. Um, it was really good, and, and the service was amazing. Um, they had other things there that I want to try out next time. Um, that was only one of the things. I, if if I would recommend that, it would be like a four out of five. Like it's really good. Um, I think the only thing I have against is that I wanted more of it. <laughs> but so it was, a small portion, or it was it was a small. I wish it was a little bit bigger, but it was filling with the because the potato and the chorizo filled you up more. But the seasoning was on point, and like the eggs were like actual eggs. Like you know how some people do powder eggs, right? That no, like it was like on the point legit, and it was really good. And then this afternoon we had lunch at Felipe Rodriguez Tequila House. Damn, that's so that's in Thornton Park. And they just where's re- Thornton Park at? The, by uh, downtown, by just, downtown? Yeah, yeah, just east of uh, west, east of downtown. Okay, just a little bit east of downtown. Um, it's they just recently opened up. I think uh, uh, what is it? Graffiti Junction used to be there, mm-hmm. and they moved Graffiti Junction moved down to like two streets down, right? To that location, and then they took over, and they're just recently opened. They opened. They they only have a limited menu right now. Which are just like tacos and I think a few salad bowls and a quesadilla. The full menu should be opening up this week. That's what the waitress told me. Which is they're going to have like steak. They have like they had like a special on the Instagram. Which is like a uh, uh, steak skirt with like rice and beans for 13 bucks. Like a dinner special with ch- chimichurri sauce on top. Ugh. But yes. <laughs> so... The portion was good. We had like the, the their salsa was really good. You could taste the roasted tomatoes in the salsa, and then I had like a queso dip with beef, which was really good, better than most places I've had. And then typically tacos. So the tacos were good. I had canitas, carne asada, and just a buffalo shrimp. Anything spicy I like. But Im- imagine, have you ever been to like the authentic taco places? Yeah. That they have just like the, the double stack of corn tortillas with a little bit of meat and a little bit. They were like that, but just a little bit bigger. I had the flour, but they they kept it real like original to what they would make it authentically. Mm-hmm. But you could taste it like they grilled the steak. Like when they had the canitas, they, you could tell. You could you feel like you were at somebody's house rather than a restaurant. Yeah, you could feel the char from the how they grilled the steak. You could mm-hmm. you could taste it. You, you know, you it's distinguishable. Yeah. Like when you eat that, so that was amazing. The buffalo shrimp, uh, is buffalo shrimp. <laughs> the the their 
Kainitas, uh, the pulled pork one. I mean, the carne asada was a steak. The Kainitas, the pulled pork one, was really good. And then they have like the uh, house salsa, the house hot sauce. Yeah. That was amazing. It was like a best, not best. I want to say it was above average than most like house hot sauces people usually make. But visually, it's like how they have the layout. It's really cool. Um, we decided like at one of those high benches with pillows on our backs, but the food was good. It was average. It was just a little bit better than average. Um, I would give it a three Nickies. It was, it was good. I would say you could try it go once. Um, they just recently opened, but, um, I think what would sell me more, like how we were talking about, mm. um, studio movie grill yeah. is like, it was good. Well, we gave Studio Movie Grill a two, but yeah. this is a three, and I feel like once they open the full menu, be and like I get four. to taste like a side skirt and all their sides like fully, then I'll be like, all right, now I have a, le- a legit number okay. to give it. But well, yeah. so I guess when it comes to restaurants, it's kind of going to be a tentative number. We, and so we like maybe go once or twice. Yeah, so three would be like go once or twice. Four is like I could go more than twice. Five is like I every time I get every, a chance. Every <laughs> every week I would go there. Yeah. That's how I would rate it. Nice. But yeah. So So what are the two places called again? Uh the first one is called Farm and House. It's H A U S Haas. Farm and like, House. Yeah. Kinda like fun house if you guys are into that YouTube channel. Yes. And then <laughs> the other one is the Felipe Rodriguez Tequila House. Felipe Rodriguez. Yeah. So those are the two places other than the movies that we did. I went to uh, comic book shop today also uh, Living Dead Comics Living Dead alright uh, off of Curryford yep super cool guy uh, his, I think his name was it's a small it's a small comic shop but real small cool. yeah they had some of their pops that they have were a lot of bunch of exclusives that was like oh yeah they had the Logan with, uh, like Old Man Logan one was really good they had um, uh, uh, Bright's Tale Montoya uh. <laughs> they had his figure. They had a, like a lot of exclusives. I'm like, well, I haven't seen these out, like in, other than photos. But I checked them out. They're really cool guys. Stop by if you're in the Carey Fair area. Living Dead Comics. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, but then what? Now we're gonna talk about is the things that are coming up this week. Other than Godzilla, Godzilla. <laughs> there is at uh, Gods and Monsters. They're gonna have a kaiju boogie nights. <laughs> Kaiju Boogie Nights. Kaiju Boogie Nights is on June first, Saturday, and they're gonna do it from like seven p.m. to one p.m. to one a.m. at their Vault fi- uh, f- uh, Fifty Four Twenty One. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have uh, f- uh, for the from five to eight is happy hour, so they're gonna have twenty per- percent off of drinks, but they're gonna be showing movies. So the movie rule is uh, Godzilla King of Monsters, mm-hmm. then uh, Mothra versus Godzilla. After that, I think it's uh, God, uh, God, uh, Godzilla versus uh, King Ghidorah. Then the Godzilla, the 1954 version. Nice. And then after that, the Godzilla tw- 2014. Okay. So they're going to be showing those movies back to back while just hanging out. And if you do go, uh, we'll put a link in the description and in our post on Instagram. But uh, the if you do go in Godzilla attire, you get 15% off store-wide purchases. In the store at the comic at Gods and Monsters. I mean, you got that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come in as Godzilla. Hey! But what's great about Gods and Monsters, um, and it's this is in the near future, the first week of July, 
uh, which is just about a month away, they're coming out with their own Fallout version Escape Room. So that's in development. Uh, we were talking to them, and they were, we, we, me and Nick were discussing with the owners, and they were telling us yeah. that it's coming out soon. Um, just to let people know and be aware of it, once we get more information, we are definitely going to put it out, and maybe we can make a day of it. See how many people could get out there to go with us. And oh, I know, I know, I know someone who's in love with Fallout and Escape Room. Ooh. So they're just like, That's do they even heaven. know about it? I don't think so. I'm about to message them right now. Yeah, but yeah, it's big stuff from Gods and Monsters, man. They're doing. They're doing big things. Yeah, so that's what's going on. Other than that, uh, just if if a uh, little bit off, if you're into the Pokemon League Cup, Cool Stuff Games is having the Pokemon League night uh, Sunday at 12 p.m. next week, uh, this week Sunday. But other than that, that's pretty much it that's going on with the week. Other than that's going watching Godzilla, and then I might stop by for the Gods and Monsters. Yeah, for sure. For, for the Godzilla event, get a couple of drinks. Was there any other movies coming out aside from Godzilla though this weekend? I mean, there's I not. Like that's the only one that matters. That's the only one that oh, matters. Wow. <laughs> Nothing else matters. You know me, man. I want to watch everything. You will. You watch Godzilla twice. Okay. <laughs> I'll be right there with you, man. Yeah. So that's pretty much what's going on with this week. All right, guys. So that's pretty much for this week. Like Tony said, um, if you guys could follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you guys could also please like, subscribe, and give us a uh, review on iTunes podcast uh, apps, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, they really <laughs> help us out. And if we want to make this bigger, just give us a like. Throw us a review, even if it's bad. At least we know it's out there. But thank you guys for joining us next week. Like I said, like we said, it's going to be a big Godzilla week, so I'm sorry now. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, it's probably going to be a lot of, ah! a lot of screaming. <laughs> but uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you guys next week. All right. Bye. Later.